Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it I'm not really in the mood Well, come on and bleed and stall it Yeah, house hatcher I'm not a house hatcher We'll stall it for the crack We're gonna Hello, how's it going? Welcome to episode 71 of Starlet. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast, if you didn't know. I knew. You knew that. And now the listener does too. And they do as well. What did we cover this week? We talked about uh, a mystery fella who yeah. hijacked a plane. Uh, and that happened in 1971. We also talk about the apocalypse. Yep. And how we would survive that. Or not survive it. Or not survive it, which is probably, in my case, that I won't. But you'll probably do all right. Do you know what the first thing I do after uh, an apocalypse would be? Don't tell me or not. Go on, what's it? Get a few smitties. I'd, oh, straight away. Yeah? Straight, I'd be like, oh, thank God that's over. You'd have to write down, that, like the visit, drink, aware thing on the website. You'd have to write it down because there would be no internet. Yeah. So you'd have to look at it on paper that I'd, you wrote it down. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. And that's how you'd visit drinkaware.ie to know about responsible drinking. But I'd be like this with the smitties. Smitties. Oh, that's fucking lovely. And I'd be like, thank God that that's over. You'd have to keep your eye on the goal of getting out of this apocalypse. And the goal is an indescribably delicious, cool, refreshing point of smitics. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I like that. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. What are you visiting drinkaware.ie? Yes. During the apocalypse, are you? Apocalypse. <laughs> During the apocalypse, are you? Yeah. During the eclipse. <laughs> I'm feeling good today. Are you feeling good, my friend? Yeah, yeah. You're looking good. You're looking fresh. I'm on the mushrooms. That, um, that'll do it for you then. <laughs> that'll do it for you. That'll Mushroom. make you feel good. Just uh, the ones from the supermarket. The lovely and the curry. The portobellos. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> oh, they're the ones that make you fly? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I didn't take them. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be at that now. <laughs> no, they're the ones that you'd have in a fry, not make you fly. Yeah, all right. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Look well, look well in your jeans now today, you do. Thanks a million. Welcome to episode 71 of Stalin. Oh, 71. Now, come here. What a year 1971 was. They're all good years, but I, I have a feeling this year, what a year. This year blows all the other years out of the water. Charles Manson was sentenced to death. Bye. At the time, was one of the longest cases. And the Manson, the, the Manson family, which was the three women that carried out the, the murders, uh, they were also sentenced to death. Bye. And they went by gas chamber. Jesus. Mad, isn't it? Mm. Gas chamber. And then in 1972, the death penalty in California was redacted, so they would have just got life in prison if they had a, Wait there. If they had a hung in there for another year. But they didn't. Sonny Liston was found dead. Uh, his wife came back from a holiday and found him dead. But he was there for six days. And there's lots of suspicious curiosities around that. Did you ever look into Sonny Liston's death? Very interesting. Uh, they said that it was officially his death was a heroin overdose, but there was no heroin paraphernalia. There was no needles. There was no spoons. There was nothing. Okay. So it's like what? And then he had a broken foot. So like no one. It's it's kind of suspicious what happened to him. Yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, my favorite film of all time, was released. And what I'll end on here is there's a fella who got on a plane. This happened in 1971. That's the relevance. There was a fella who went by the name of Dan Cooper. Got on a plane in Portland. Okay. He was wearing a suit because he had to at the yeah. time and sunglasses and he got on with a briefcase. He sat on the plane. The plane takes off. Was going from Portland to Seattle. 
during the flight, he pulls one of the air hostesses over, opens his briefcase, and shows her loads of sticks of dynamite, and hands her a note, and says, you do what I tell you, or I'm going to blow us all up. And what he wanted was 200 grand, which is a lot of money in, in 1971. Still is a lot of money right now. It is. So big, she big goes, song. holy shit, uh, goes to the front of the cabin, tells the pilot, the pilot calls ahead, the FBI and the government in Seattle scramble to get 200 grand. And he also asked for uh, four parachutes. So uh, the nearby skydiving school supplies the four. The plane lands in Seattle. They bring on the, the money, give them the money, and they bring on the parachutes. All the passengers were allowed to debark, except for a few, um, a few employees, a few warehouse desks. He demands, he demands to take off. He wants to take off, but there's problems with refueling. He wants to go to Mexico City, but there's problems with refueling. The plane's there for two hours, two fucking hours, and he's still just allowed on the plane. Like, they still haven't gotten on and, and taken him off. Uh, eventually, after two hours, he says to leave the stairs, the back stairs open as, as they take off, but he said that they're not able to do that. So we, it's done, closed. Uh, the plane takes off into the air everyone's like the air hostess is still on it and then he says open the stairs now while we're in the sky this is in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and there's two fighter jets now following the plane and he tells the air hostesses to get into the cockpit locks the cockpit door and uh, no one knows when but he jumped out of the plane with one of the parachutes and they kind of estimated where he (laughs) he uh, jumped from because the plane rocked mm. it was like a fucking I don't know it was weird I don't know and nobody seen him jump out not even the two fighter jets that were trailing behind because it was in the dark at night then the plane lands and everyone's like what the fuck he, he jumped here and then they went looking for him and they never found him <laughs> and they never found him but then <laughs> 10 years later yeah. they found traces of the money because they, the money that he was given was all $20 bills and the bank had prepared for a scenario like this and they had recorded the serial number of every $20 bill. And then it was like 10 years later, they found one of the $20 bills and then he went tracing the back and tracing the back. And then eventually in 2008, they found them. They, well, they kind of had it, but they didn't find him, but they had no idea who he was and I think they thought that he was dead by then. I was watching a documentary on that before, I think. That is fucking nuts, isn't it? You could have something on Netflix about that. Probably, yeah. Does it sound yeah. familiar? Definitely seen a recreation of that happening in something. Really? Could have been a movie. Could Two hours. He was fueling for refueling the plane. And there was complications refueling the plane. How in the name of Jesus did he get away with that? How did he get onto a plane with a briefcase with fucking dynamite in it? Like you could do anything back then. Yeah, I think it, back then it wasn't as like strict as it is now with no. check-ins and everything else. No. Smoking on the plane, all he was. They used to advertise smoking by saying, do you want to have a tiny baby? Like, it'd be cute to have a small baby. They'd be like, oh, what? Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, do you want to have a tiny baby? Have a Marlboro. (laughs) It's crazy. What the fuck? What do you want to talk about? Them old store stairs. Whatever happened to them? That's the little thing. We were out on the balcony there and there was a noise and you thought it was a seagull. I thought it was a seagull and then it kind of amplified more and it was like a human-like noise then. Yeah. Describe it. It's hard to describe. I'll try to make this. It was just... 
somebody on the street <laughs> somebody on the street went <laughs> I don't know if it was calling someone's name I thought it was the Viking splash tour but we looked over the balcony and we seen that it's it wasn't an animal and it wasn't the Viking splash tour it was a human being uh-huh. and I thought this is the start of a zombie apocalypse it's the downfall of society and it all starts with this person and I feel like if there was a zombie apocalypse that yeah. would be the first noise you'd hear it's, it's some fella just going that'd be the first and last noise you'd hear yeah you just that'd hear that and then it's like boom gone do you think you could survive a zombie apocalypse or not even do you know what not even a zombie apocalypse but like the, a, an the, apocalypse yeah the fall of society the fall of man let's say it depends what obstacles are in your way okay I'll paint a picture for you okay okay you're sitting here now recording this podcast and the lights switch off and the computers go down and we're like what the fuck's that happening what's going Wi-Fi on Wi-Fi's gone you go check your phone Wi-Fi's gone Wi-Fi's gone yeah Wi-Fi's definitely gone no reception so there's no communication all the internet and the planet is down all the electricity is gone okay what do you do genuine question like don't um, try to be don't try to be funny no I'm not I'm, I'm not I'd have to get home somehow yeah how would you do that I'd rob a push bike outside if uh, I could, uh, somebody like if it was just locked up I'd just like one of them Dublin bikes maybe I love that you wouldn't rob a car you just rob a I can't, well I can't drive a... <clears throat> I can't drive and I'm sure <laughs> and you just, hang on so, so it's not even clear that it's the downfall of society yet and you're just like I need to rob a bike <laughs> your phone's not I just thought we were going that way like and that right so, not so, day one you so crazy say, on day okay, one no so say you get outside can you still get a car someone can get a taxi look yeah, I mean the batteries in the car and all are still working, okay. but eventually, like to, to eventually down in a couple of days later, there'll be no electricity, so you won't be able to pump petrol into your car. Okay, but they're still working like now. Well, then just, I, it all happens now. I flag a taxi. Okay, go back home, and then I make myself me dinner and go. Wonder what? Wonder what? How would you this make yourself? How would you make yourself? I have a few questions here. There's a few. Um, how are you getting a taxi home? You tell me I can get a taxi. You yeah, said that the how battery. Are gonna, how are you going to pay for it? Cash. Do you have cash? Yeah. How much? Uh, 30 euro okay so you get okay alright so you get home and you make dinner yeah there's no electricity well you still make dinner like I have I've, I've got I'm stocked up there I sorry I just need to just in the interest of the integrity of this question okay if there has been this cataclysmic sudden event mm-hmm. that is so apparent to all of us that we know we need to get out of this studio and get home as quickly as possible why isn't that apparent to the taxi driver? And if it is, why is he still going around I guess taking fares? Because he wants to get a few bob. I mean, instantly, in the first hour, people probably just think, oh, it's a blackout. It's the downfall of society, okay? So the politicians and stuff come on the telly and they, they say, right, we, well, have, no, we have no we There's have no electricity, no there'll be no telly. Oh no, so before all before this happened, all this. it was on the news, it was out there. The, if you were listening to the news on the radio, you would have heard the Taoiseach saying, Ladies and gentlemen, there's a solar flare on its way here and it's going to land in 10 minutes. I wish we had more notice. I wish we could protect ourselves. It's not just Ireland. It's the whole of humanity across the globe. This solar flare is going to wipe out everything and we cannot help you. I wish we could help you. People will start to get sick and that solar flare is um, so toxic. Some people will turn into zombies. (gasps) Okay? So... We were not sure how many will turn into zombies, but we know people will. 
good luck, good night, goodbye, <laughs> knock the light switch off. They're literally giving up and they're saying, here, it's, we just all need to survive this apocalyptic winter for at least 100 years. And then we'll, from there, we'll rebuild. Okay. So, lights go off, you go outside to get a taxi and you go home and you somehow make yourself a dinner. So you don't give a fuck about... Tinned, something tinned. Okay. And cold? Yeah, like, like you're, tuna or something. You're getting straight... A tuna sandwich. You're getting straight into the rations. Yeah. Okay, so the taxi driver tells you... What happened? I was listening to the radio there and the Taoiseach said... You're not going to be able to get a taxi. The taxi man would have fucked off and says, here, I'm not bleeding driving well, people I, around. There's no purpose of getting money. <clears throat> How will I get home then? That's just the walk. question. You just have to walk. That's the question. Do you want to go home? You have to go home. I feel like we're spending a lot of time talking about the first... Well, on day one, yeah, we're stuck minutes. on day one. I, I, like, I literally want to know what... Can we just skip to when he is at home? Yeah, okay. okay you're so home. you're at home. It's that night. It's apparent society has completely collapsed. Mm. And... You and anyone you trust to ally with, you're on your own. Okay. And all the modern conveniences and services are no longer available. There's no, okay, so there's no running water. It's day seven. There's no running water in your apartment. You're hungry. There's no food in your press because you've gone through all your tinned beans. And you have to eat and you have to leave your house where do you go? What do you do? With the possibility of a zombie out there going... And just other tribes of people. I think I'd sit there and let myself die. For the purposes of this podcast... That's man's indomitable spirit. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there and let myself die. I think not, right? I think I'd, I'd man up and leave the house. By yourself? By myself. Where would you go? Across the road to Duns. Duns is gone. In Charlestown? That'd be the first thing to go. Yeah, if you would have been so If we're a week in, that Duns is yeah. stripped to shelves. Yeah, it's and even, there's nothing left. Even then, the shelves have been taken to build barriers. I'd look for ber- berries in trays. Not that have a year, have, winter. Have a berry sandwich. Do you winter. know which berries you can eat? Purple ones. Blueberries. It's winter. I'm not going to get berries this time of year. I'm not going to last long out there. Are you not? Like, you need to what, Like, I'm, I'm, I'm outside, Roy. Right? I'm like, Okay, what the fuck am I doing out here? Like, there's nothing out here for me to be outside. I don't need to be out here. But for some reason, I'm out here because I'm hoping that I come across someone with a fucking pizza. You're probably bored too. <laughs> fucking pizza? But you've had no PlayStation, you've had no TV, you've had... I don't, I think the PlayStation and TV be lasting me worries. But, I mean, you've gone a week inside, so it might just be bored and it drives you out. And what about your ma? Apartment. And your nanny? Yeah. I'd say they'd be in my gaff. Or, or maybe I could be in their gaff. You'd go to their gaff then? Yeah, I think like the people that, like your family would all go to the one house. They'd have to. Okay. I mean, just eat furniture. So you're not in your house now. You're in um, your, your ma's house. With who? Me, me ma, me nanny, Frank. Uh, and that's it. Amy's Amy? He's not, <laughs> not getting a look in. Not uh, no, Amy, Amy's stuck Jeez. in the crash. <laughs> Minding the kids. She has to mind all the children in the crash. <laughs> Sorry, you just need to leave me kid in there while I go out. Uh, and they're up there eating all the, the rusks and the rice cakes. <laughs> uh, what, would you, what, what, what would you do? If you're in the gaff and you have to leave, what, what are you leaving for? What, what are you doing? Like? Um, so I wouldn't stay in my house because that wouldn't be a safe place to be. There'd be people going around just rioting. They'd be they'd just be smashing l- the windows in, climbing in your sitting room. Well, they'd be looking for food, wouldn't they? There'd be people that'd be braver than me that would be going out 
to fend for to find food to find shelter to find warmth to find uh, weapons goods comforts wherever Would you, you barricade your house? I'd leave my house You wouldn't barricade it for I'd so. abandon it It'd be gone So you'd just be on foot? No I, I'd try find so, I'd try find somewhere I'd leave Dublin There's too many people in Dublin So that's the worst place to be I'd be on foot and I'd be headed I'd be headed south because that's I feel like that's the direction everyone everyone goes in, in a apocalyptic situations I'd go to the border of Cork and Waterford Dingle the most isolated Would you go to Dingle? Place. I wouldn't go to Dingle no because it'd be hard to get out of Dingle because you've got to go over mountains to get into Dingle Yeah So between Waterford and Cork I feel like there'd be a peninsula down there that I could hide and it would be close enough to smaller cities that I could scavenge for food. I'd become a scavenger and I'd, I'd kill anyone in my way. I'd have to, I, I don't like saying that, but I would. You said it very easily though, didn't you? So you'd kill anyone in your way too? It's the, it's, it'd kill or be killed. So you're going with the lone wolf approach to this. You're hiding out, scavenging, you're not making friends, you're killing anyone. And you didn't bring your family with you? I'm going lone wolf, yeah. I, I talked to me missus about this and she's mad about joining a tribe and I'm like, they won't accept you. We have nothing to offer a tribe. We would just be taken. <laughs> I've, we have two kids. It's not the time for laughter. Sketch comedians. It's not the time for laughter. <laughs> it's the very time for laughter. You're going to be out there in the cold, harsh elements. Mm. Constantly on your guard. I mean, the most anxious on your guard you've ever been. Worried yeah. someone's going to turn up and wipe you and your family out. He didn't bring his family. I did. He brought them. Yeah. So you're, and you also you have to go scavenging every time you need a snack. Uh, yeah. Or no, or no. So it's on a peninsula. So we're close to the sea. Fish field. Seaweed. Dried seaweed. Um, you're south. Winkles. Eventually, yeah, you get some winkles. Um, you're getting all this good good stuff from the sea. Uh, I'd learn how to grow. I'd learn how to grow crops. With all of that stress and work on your plate, you're going to have to rest at some point. But if you're not in a tribe, that means... Anyone can come along at any moment. It's you to... One of you has to be awake and on protection duty 24-7. I'd, I'd have a boat. Why don't you just go to an island? Because then it'd be, it'd be too hard. I feel like a lot of people would go to an island. I feel like a tribe might be on an island. So I don't think I'd be able to defend an island by myself. No, I'd agree with you. So that's why I wouldn't <laughs> go to an island. <laughs> I'd take a boat though, for comfort. I'd, I'd sail out. <laughs> for leisure cruises? Well, for sleeping. Like. And then I'm like, okay, he's ready. It's time to go back in to Waterford there. And, and would you anchor the boat? Just while I'm napping, yeah. 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 Would it be a, a big boat or a self-made boat? Oh, it'd be small. It'd be small it's enough small for four little. people. Yeah. Uh, me immediate family would have to fend for themselves. <laughs> it'd just be me... me uh, when I say me immediate family, like I'm like me mum, me sister, me brothers and stuff. It's just like, like, see you later, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I have to take care of prior, me own offspring yeah. here. Unless he's want to come. He's wanna <laughs> what if Darren shows up? If Darren shows up? And he you? Wants, he, what if Darren Fuck. and Amy and Frank show up and <coughs> makes the offer of forming your own tribe? I think he'd just want to eat Frank. I think I would. I'd kill Frank. He'd be good protein. A lot of meat on him. Would you let him eat Frank if he'd accept you into his tribe? No. No would way. You know? No. Yeah, I'd have to find I think way. I think Frank wouldn't last long. I think he's a good bit of meat on him. People would be chasing him. Yeah, and he wouldn't run fast he enough. Wouldn't, to get he, him. They'd get him in two seconds. You'd have to eat him. 
I'd never eat him. I'd eat myself before I ate him. Would you eat yourself? Yeah. Would you? But like that film Alive. I don't think you've seen Alive. <laughs> they don't eat themselves. No, I know. They, they, they eat everyone. Oh, they eat everyone else. I know that. <laughs> it was a Father Ted reference. <laughs> so that's so would you be like, if I get rocked up and I was like, Joe, what's the story, man? Any chance I can? Would you be like, fuck off, man, will you? I'd say, I'd be panicked, okay? I'd say, how did you get here? How'd you find me? Who'd you come with? Who were you here with? And I'd have like dirt on my face, to be honest. <laughs> Disguising. <laughs> Camouflage. And the kids. I'd be like, get away from me, kids. So that my, my my only concern okay. would be raising the kids to an age where they could fend for themselves. So like 13, 14, 15. And then I could start sailing south to Spain. Actually, do you know what? Why the fuck would I, why am I still in Ireland? You're like, gonna leave your thirteen year old son alone in this post apocalyptic Ireland. Not alone. Would we not all be dead by then? How would we be dead? I wouldn't. I'd survive. There's a solar solar uh, what's it called? Like a solar flare. Hmm. No, so that just knocks out all the electricity okay. and the internet and all the infrastructure and society has just evolved. Well, you said there's a chance of zombies. So 10% of people might turn into zombies. But that 10% will become way bigger if it's contagious. Only if they're caught. And I wouldn't get caught. Do you think you'd get caught? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Really? Why? Would you not be interested in surviving? I'd, yeah, I'd like to. So I'd try my best like to survive, but... Um, I'd, that's the thing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck, I'd hide up in trays and everything. <laughs> I'd be up in trays fucking going, go, go away, get away. Do you know what would be a good one? Hijacking a cruise. You'd survive for a long time on a cruise. And there's a lot to do. It's a lot of fun. How are you going to get to the cruise? How are you going to get to the cruise? I don't, you, is you it could, a cruise that's in the middle of the fucking ocean that's well, happening? Cruises are docked. Do you think you'd be able to take over a cruise line on your own? Yeah, well, I assume... I, 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 I presume that other people are on this cruise hmm. as well, you know? And they're like, hey, you're not getting on. What are you going to do on your own, me? Who's on a cruise? People that were going on a cruise. I'll tell you who's on a cruise. Rich people. Old fuckers. Yeah. 70-year-olds. I'd bat at them. I don't even know how to drive a cruise boat. So but you just like the... Might, might you like the idea of getting on a cruise boat and hoping there's a bit of... a few volivants or some cocktail sausages. I guess a cruise liner is like uh, an island that you can move. Mm-hmm. You have swim pills as well. Yeah. I'm thinking of just leaving Ireland. Yeah. It's... it's. So I, I feel like, like Ireland is the worst place to be in a post-apocalyptic world. I think you want to be quick to get a boat though. I think everyone's going to have the same idea they want to. Do you think so? I think people would be like, oh, I'm getting on a fucking boat. Yeah. yeah. I think there'd be fights over boats. I think people would be killing each other to get a boat. That's true. That is true. But you could have a good chance, like the fact that you're already thinking of this and it hasn't happened. Mm. Uh, Joe, as listeners may know, uh, anyone who's spent any time around Joe will know, Joe's very down on Ireland as a place and a society. Yeah. He thinks it's the worst place in the world. So, just wanted to mention, Joe, that you said Ireland is the worst place to ride out the apocalypse. So, there was researchers at a university in England who looked at the countries that would be the least vulnerable in the case of an apocalypse. So, they had three main criteria. Carrying capacity, so that's how much land is being used for farming to sustain the current population. Well, that's a lot in Ireland. High agricultural land per capita is good. Number two, isolation. 
How close is the country to other highly populated areas? Further away is better. Three, self-sufficiency. Does the country produce its own renewable energy and have manufacturing capacity? More is better. So they looked at all the countries around the world on these metrics and the five countries where you most want to be after the apocalypse. Can I guess number one? Iceland. New Zealand, but Iceland is in here. Oh, okay. Yeah, New Zealand is number oh, New Zealand one. would be nice and warm as well. So New Zealand has a nice cool temperate climate. Close to 40% of their energy supply comes from renewable energy sources. Obviously, very isolated. Australia's the nearest place, but nobody's getting over there very quickly. Then number two, Iceland. Number three. Pretty good. Number three is the UK. Number four is Australia. And number five is Ireland. So basically, well-developed, agriculture-heavy island is where you want to be. Maybe that's a bad thing because everyone will want to be here. That's true too, yeah. We'll probably have lots of people coming over from France. Yeah. And Spain, coming north. Mm, there might be. But I'm just saying, you think it's the worst place to be. You couldn't be more wrong. I guess I was just thinking about the weather. The weather's one of the reasons it's good. You're no, neither going nice. to freeze or be starved to death. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I went further south, to be honest. At least then I'm in Ireland. So the border of Cork and Waterford, I feel like on, on the coast... I think that'd be nice. Oh, what yeah. about one of the Aran Islands? It's yeah. a bit more desolate though, isn't it? And no renewable energy. Much harsher winters. Yeah. What about an island off the east coast? Ireland's Eye or Lambay? Lambay Island. Mm. Be off a run. There's a house out there. Just one. There was penguins out there. Wallabies. Wallabies? Yep. Is there wallabies out there? Yep. That's fucking crazy. They were sent over from Dublin Zoo in, I don't know, 70s or 80s because they were brought into the zoo and they started reproducing at a rapid rate and they had to get rid of them out of the zoo so they put them out there so there's wild wallabies food on Lambay yeah there there's go. deer out there too how long does that last and what if you have a vegan <laughs> well you would <laughs> You're quickly you'd quickly <laughs> stop being vegan <laughs> I don't know I'd I, I, I fancy me chances of survival Darren uh, looks bleak future looks dark do you want some Top tips from the experts on how to survive the zombie or any kind of apocalypse? Go for it. Okay. Yep. Have a lighter. Yeah. Or waterproof matches. That's one of them. Batteries. Loads of fucking batteries. I'd yeah. go, go to Dales. I'd go and get a, a heap load of batteries. Like thousands. As many as I could scavenge. Get yourself some steel wool and a 9 volt battery because you touch the steel wool off the end of the battery and it'll get sparks. Ooh. Top Fire. tip. Good there tip. There you go. Steel wool like A, a plastic bag. bottle So you fill your plastic bottle with water You need to sterilise it Put it in the plastic bottle And leave it out in the sun And the sun's UV rays Will kill the germs And there'll be plenty of them In air apocalypse mm. And it'll also give you Plastic poisoning Go where everybody else won't So when the apocalypse kip- Kicks off You want to think Where's everyone else going to go And then you go somewhere else So don't hop in the car And get on the M50 Yeah and Maybe you're right Maybe everyone will think Of the islands so your best bet is just to be on foot. I suppose you won't know how long it's going to last, but if you think you could ride it out, the best place to be is in your own home. If you can fortify the doors and windows a little bit better. You can't. You'll, they'll, they'll get in. They'll get in. Did you ever see OEM Legend? He barricaded that shit up. He did. And he got in. This is one you probably have to do beforehand, but uh, no harm to be able to read a map. Yeah. A map would be good. Do you know what? A library would be a good place to... Yeah. Not hide out I feel like a lot of people Be going there But like Be good to go to a library And get a load of fucking 
how to box the dummies mm. the the whatever for dummies have a little route through them and, and scavenge what you can there's one list here I was reading and it says three skills that would be very useful reading a map starting a fire and creating a winter shelter what's a winter shelter just a shelter basically in the, in the wilderness that will survive yeah that'd be good conditions in winter and then another one they add in you'll be fucked there uh, less. Oh, the two of us will we be able to build that a little shelter he's leaving you behind you're gone man you, you wouldn't be able to build a shelter you could build a shelter you can't even fix a washing machine it's not the same thing is it building a shelter a I, roof, I, I, doors, I don't think I'd be bolts. able to build a shelter no you'd be fucked man I wouldn't be fucked <laughs> you'd be surprised now what I can do and climb trees very likeable fella very likeable fella you could rock up to a tribe and just be like how are you lads sorry <laughs> Like, you'd be like, no way, Darren. Oh, how's it going? Uh, buzz in, man, yeah. <laughs> well, that brings me on to the next one in this list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Less obvious, but a very key skill in this post-apocalyptic society. Conflict resolution and situational awareness. So how good are you at diffusing tensions and striking up a bond with strangers you've just met? I'm pretty shit at that. I like small know. talk. <laughs> I don't know, you are a likeable fella. You are very likeable. Mm. You might not need to build your own shelter. Do you think I'm likeable? <laughs> do you hate me? <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I feel like people would accept you into the tribe until you piss them off and they're like, I get it's eating all the fucking food. I'd be, I'd be likeable. But then I get to a point where I'd annoy you. They'd, you they'd soon it. get fed up with me. Joe, your idea of going out on your own. Uh, there's a fellow called Michael Zalewski. He's written a book called Practical Doomsday, A User's Guide to the End of the World. He says you should be in a tribe rather than on your own. It's better to be in a tribe. Your, your chance of survival are greatly increased. You will get sick. You will need to sleep. Uh, you won't have all the skills you need. So if you're in a group, you can share that burden. Probably. Yeah, what if you get sick? Well, like and a flu. you can't go scavenging for a few days. Come down under the weather, you might. Who, me? Oh, yeah. As in your scenario, when you're on your own and a bug goes through your family unit and nobody can yeah. scavenge for a few days, you're in trouble then. If you'd let Darren in. Well, the whole point of scavenging is to make sure you get a backlog of food that you can that you can eat, even when you're sick. I'll be in the woods cooking up a nice little soup for myself. I feel myself. like you keep changing the scenario to suit your solution. What? What you mean? <laughs> I'm not. That every time you go scavenging, you're getting enough for a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, you're not just going for a week shop, are you? You're not going for like, I'll go and pick up a few bits today for the dinner. <laughs> go on out. Some, you some get people what do. You can. Some people do. And How then, are you going to carry all that back? Uh, in a trolley. A trolley. You're in the wilderness. You're going out to your peninsula, hiding up in the mountains. He's going to get a trolley from Kilock <laughs> and he's going to walk with the trolley till his destination. He'll always have a trolley with him. Always. Oh, like in America I'll, I'll when you see the, the homeless in America they, ha- they always they have, have a trolley trolleys, yeah yeah. Um, yeah I think it'd be better on your own until like the tribes kind of settled you don't want to be in a tribe when they're developing because then there'd be wars and you'd have to take part in the wars between tribes yeah. and if you didn't want that I'd go to like different warehouses and try and find enough solid materials to bring back to me gaff and board up the whole gaff <clears throat> I think that's, me, that's your best bet but would you board yourself in? You can't get out, like. Well, you can get out, like, yeah. The front door. Um, you'd have, you'd have to make a steel, like, you'd have to somehow weld. Where are you going to weld? How are you going to weld, man? <laughs> <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even fucking plug it in. What am I talking about? <laughs> no, but I think that's... But that, you'd have your own way of getting out that no one else would know. 
What about the apartment above you? I'm saying if I'm going I'm to go go to my man's calf. Oh, you go you go to your man's calf. Bigger. Get through the roof. But I don't like. Like a scavenger would be like, oh, get, I'm going. Like, like that's boarded up for a reason. I'm going to get in there. Like. Get in there. What are they protecting? Like what are you what, hiding in there? What kind of materials have they got? A hand to get through the barriers. Like hammers. They, they might not have that shit. Who? Scavengers? Yeah. Well, sure, what the fuck could he be scavenging with? The fist, you could kick through a roof. I just still board up the whole gaff and hope mm. for the best. Hope for the best until they come. And then when they're outside, I go, there's no one in. <laughs> go away, there's no one in here. For we have nothing. <laughs> We're all starving in here. Do you have anything? Let you in if you have something. Build an underground hangar as well. Oh, now we're talking. Now that's in the gaff underground so if anyone underground society if anyone came and they came into the house they'd see there's no one there but I'd be under the ground in a little uh, little bunker and i put a carpet over so I'd just be walking over saying there's no one in here and then when I hear nobody else around I'll come back out yeah. just keep repeating the process a little panic room yeah. I like that now I'm, I'm starting to think I'm going with him instead of you yeah, yeah. well I'm not taking you I'd fill it with plexiglass what? Well, I I I take the rug for some reason. I just want to do that. Just for aesthetics. Just just to make it look a bit like IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, IKEA. That'd be a good place to hide out. Yeah. I don't. Know. I think everyone would go there. Do you think so? Yeah, they would. Yeah. Do a lot of people go to IKEA beds. What about the sewer system? Get underground there, and then you have a little network of ways of popping your head up into town and and then getting back out and you go through the sewers. You're gonna meet a lot of dodgy people along the way that you'll probably. Lose your life to. You don't want to meet anyone. You don't want to meet anyone, no. Well, that's probably the odd person you could meet that wouldn't. What would your weapon of choice be? I think a knife. Close combat? Yeah. Oh, you're brave. Brave man. Like a machete or something? Oh, yeah, like a cleaver. Yeah. A little meat cleaver. An axe would be good too. An axe would be great. Very heavy though. Mm. But if you, if you have your trolley, you're, you're fucking laughing. I'm good, yeah, I'm good with my trolley then. But then the trolley, the trolley is cumbersome and that slows you down. At least with a knife you can run away. Me trolley, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you can have a gun with a thousand bullets. It's, it's not going to last. Or a knife. I still think i pick a knife. Yeah? A thousand bullets is... Shit. Yeah. In the longevity of things. A knife, a little meat cleaver, that'd be a good one. What about just a 4x4 four four with nails in it? Mm. Mm. What about a bow and arrow? Would you go for a bow and arrow? Or a slingshot? No, shy. A slingshot would be good. Yeah. Like a few ball birds, kill a few pigeons. Num, num, num. Yeah. Stone, well, stones, like, there's always stones around, so you could just always pick up a stone and just be like... Yeah. <laughs> Out of the tree. Well, eating pigeon tonight. Ooh. Church. No one goes to church. That would be a good place to go. I think. Mm. And the people that are there are probably sound. Just praying. Yeah. Please don't hurt me. And you'd be like, ah, There's a lot of sick people out there as well, though, that if this was to happen, like, it'd be fucking chaotic. It would be. I mean, they would be the people that would rise. Like, these Mm. would be the alpha males that are just like, give me that, you. And then you'd have, like, like money wouldn't mean nothing. So there'd be ATMs torn out of walls and there'd be just money all over the ground. for no one would even pick it up. No. Because it would not mean a thing. What about a pub like in Shaun of the Dead? Just wait for it all to blow over. That's what few, I'm going to do on the gaff. A few points of medics. A hot air balloon. A blimp. A blimp. No, wait, that's mechanical as well. What am I thinking? 
what if you lived on a crane? <laughs> like in the crane, like in the. You could make like a, a box house, like what David Blaine was in. Do you remember David Blaine was in the box for like 20 days and 20 nights? And it was like on 24 7 mm. on Channel 4. And he didn't eat or drink. He was just hanging in the crane and people were throwing eggs at him. Do you remember that? Mm. You could make like a nice little house up there for yourself. You could be tend to be a mannequin in the shop in a shop window. And just stay there for hours. And then when everyone goes, you just like come out and go, oh, gone in MS for a little munch there. I feel yeah. like neither of you thought through those last couple of ideas at all. Why I'm just you, literally spitting shit out. Why would why would you live in a glass box because with no food? Because well, you would have food, but it would be a nice little hiding spot to kind of bring it. It's a glass box. Well, Everyone not a glass box. Not a glass box. But like you reference David Blaine. I know. I did. People are just going to fucking kind of throw rocks people at People just wait for you to come down so they can eat. I can't. Okay, so you do, <laughs> people would just be like dogs at the bottom of a tree where there's a cat at the top. That's what they'd be like with you. Yeah, no, you'd be fucked, Harley. Yeah. You would be fucked. That was a bad idea. He was the one that started it with crying. I just went off on one then. I think a church would be good. I think a, a church... The crying is all right. I went to an Airbnb, I told you this before, but I went to an Airbnb in a very, 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 very isolated cottage at the northmost point of Donegal. And it was just, there was no electricity. There was no uh, running water. Uh, there was It was just a cottage made of rocks. Yeah, see, I think that's, that's where you need to go. Yeah. I think so. that's, that's if you're not staying at home boarding up the house if you think it's going to go on a bit longer oh that's another uh, key survival tip uh, apparently if it, if it is a zombie apocalypse is have a dog oh that's another so, tip is it yeah Frank is in there Ugh. so he's not gonna, what the fuck is he going to do you and Ugh. whoever you're bringing with you and the dog find yeah. the most isolated part of the country you can it's getting there that would be the challenge mm. I think getting there so I'd go there and I'd survive and I'd outlive humanity so say a survivor mm. and it's just like and it's all over it's all over and you're on, obviously on your own well I have my family but yeah so it's you and your family and that's all you know of and outside that it could be everyone that's gone what do you do? how do you bring back society as John McGuckin and his family? well how would you know that society is how would you know it's all over? yeah you mightn't know but I feel like if you were hiding out in this building... Yeah, how are you going to know further than like where you are? Like, and The street lights come on. Okay. And you're just like, what the fuck? And then like you peek out your window and the last surviving people peek out their window and you're like, is it over? And then you walk out into the street and you say, it's over, everybody. You can come out now. Join me. And they're all like, hail Darren, because they thought you did it. They thought you got the electricity back on. You'd be the king of the new society. I would. You'd be yeah. It's a lot of pressure. You'd be the king of the new society. It would be a lot of pressure. I wouldn't want it. It'd be a burden. It, I'd, I'd say, oh no, don't thank me. It's grand. It's, it's not grand. a choice. Don't worry about it. It's not a choice. It's I'd a say, no, 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 love. no. You walk away. No, no, no. I so, so how do you recess society? What's what's your plan to recess society? Everyone's looking to you for answers, Darren. It's all over. What do we do next, Darren? There's a million of us left on the island. Grow a lot of spuds. What? We grow a load of potatoes. And then what? And we eat them. And then what? And then we open Dawn's back up. <laughs> Super value one. And who'll walk there? You, Joe. Okay. You're going to walk behind the tills. 
And who's going to pay me? There won't be payment for many years. Oh, then I don't want to work there. Well, you have to if you want to survive and oh, bring what? society back together. Are you going to kill me if I don't? I will eat you. Shit! I've got okay, so very fond of human flesh. I will eat you. So you're turned into a dictator straight away? Yeah. Okay, right, right. And and punishment by Eating. being a Yeah. Okay. By Frank. By Frank? Yeah. Because Frank is like a fucking shithouse now. Oh. He's full of fucking me. And he's like, oh, fucking... Kill all yous. Okay, so you're forcing people to walk. So who sh- who does the shopping? I'll do the shopping. You do all the shopping? Yeah. And then what? Well, how are we going to have food? Exactly. So it's up to you it, to it make these crumble. decisions. crumble. I told you, I don't want this pressure. <laughs> I want you to do that or someone else. I I'll don't want to live in Joe's society. I mean, you're you're one of a <laughs> cannibalistic dictatorship. It's pretty bad. Well, no, but Joe's, it's not me. Joe's will be worse. I'm not going to eat them. Frank will. You just said you'd eat him if you didn't do it. Just him, no one else. Just him. Because he's very bold. But isn't that ultimately what control is? And if, if, you're the, if your goal is to create the rules and somebody doesn't follow the rules, how should they be punished? How should they stay in line? You put them in a cage and we call it jail. We call it prison. Like what if somebody has an opposing view to a leader of a new society? Do they, are they allowed to create their own society? Do you have to give them a part of your land and say, oh, well, okay, you go over there and you make, that, you make your society the way you want it and you, you do that over there. If you've done that, you'd be left with nothing. Then you'd be giving everybody parts, yeah? So it's kind of <laughs> this kind of, it's a weird. What would you do? That's the question. I'd just border the gaff back up and just become a fucking hermit. <laughs> I feel like you do that anyway. Yeah. I don't actually. You don't need to re-enter society. Duns is open again. The power's back on so you can play the PlayStation. That's all you need. That's all I need. I don't need to fucking build society back up. I'll leave that to some other shop. <laughs> Someone else will think of that. What about the power? Oh, I don't need power. I don't like power. Do you know? No. Some people do. I don't like control. I don't like being in control. I just like being there. I'm a nice person, aren't I? <laughs> I'm too nice for this game. You can be a nice leader. Too nice. You said that you fucking feed me to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dark streak in there, <laughs> let me tell you. Money messing, I wouldn't eat you. Wouldn't be into that. I'd uh, give you a hug and say, we made it. Now go and fucking stack the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the end of the podcast. What, don't what don't be disappointed. Don't be disappointed, everybody. We'll be back next week. All right. Mm-hmm. We've loads, loads of episodes. Bonus ep- Back on Monday for a bonus episode. Back on Monday, yeah, for the bonus. Back at it. Yeah. So don't be wor- don't be fretting. Don't be fretting your little heads. Don't be worrying about it. Okay. We'll be back. We'll be back. We're always back. We're always back. Every week. Twice a week. Do you know what would help us a lot is if you told the friends uh, to listen to the podcast and then you'd be listening to it together and you can kind of talk about it, bond over it and uh, it'd help us grow the podcast as well. So we'd uh, very much appreciate that if you could do that. Um, And if you could give it a rating on uh, Spotify or whatever you're listening Mm. to it, if you can give it a little review. Do all those deadly little things. And if you're only new to the podcast, why don't you check out the back catalogue because there's loads of them. There's yeah. bleeding loads of them and there's bonus 71 of them. 71 main ones. And then a load of bonuses. Then a load of bonuses. <laughs> a bonus. Uh, uh, thanks 
Thanks for checking this podcast out. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Smittix. Smittix, the post-apocalyptic drink. Huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, I tell you. It's the best drink to have after an apocalypse. Or any time. Yeah. Any time. Pre-apocalypse. It's Pre-apocalypse a great drink. Pre-apocalypse drink. Post-apocalypse drink. It's just always in the delicious. middle of a pop pop drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's always indescribably delicious. Always. Visit drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible drinking. And I mean, like, visit that now. So, you know. And I'll talk to you next time. Say boy. See ya. See ya. What's going on here? Is this an ad? It's an ad that's in, inserted into in our podcast. Our podcast? But it's an ad to promote something else. What's it promote? That we have a show on spin every Sunday, 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. The this, Darren and Joe show. This is so strange, that one. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It wouldn't be confusing, would it? Nah, it's not Because we're just telling them what's on yeah. the radio show that we have. And it's very different from Stall. It's got some sketches. Yeah. We interviewed a vampire. Yeah. In one of the Elon end. Musk. Elon Musk was on. Uh, um, we hit the streets. We do some Vox Pops. Yeah. Real people in real life. Definitely yeah, real people. They're definitely real and, and it's, not. It's not us doing impressions of different people. people. So check that out. 6 to 8 p.m. every Sunday on Spin. Darren and Joe Show. The Darren and Joe Show is live from 6 p.m. Sunday. On Spin.